Look how happy these COVID-19 sufferers are in this stock library video footage. They're engaging in various outdoor activities, underscored with a friendly, non-threatening ukulele music bed that corporate ad agencies now prefer. Ah, not to mention it's free. Why are these stock footage actors so happy? They've been cured of COVID-19, thanks to Novartis and Sanofi, fine makers of hydroxychloroquine, also known as Plaquenil. Our mighty leader, the president, who has a vested interest in Novartis and admits he's not a doctor, but has studied medicine under the tutelage of Professor Erwin Corey, highly recommends hydroxychloroquine for a vaccine. Or not. According to his scientific findings, hydroxychloroquine may work, or it may not. Oh, it uh, could work, but maybe not. Plaquenil can be administered once you submit test results to Quest Laboratories. Oh, they misplaced them again. Good news for uninsured Trump loyalists. Here's an over-the-counter solution. Dr. Tim's Chloroquine Phosphate Fish Tank Cleaner. Available on Amazon for just $29.95 with free shipping. Side effects of hydroxychloroquine include instantaneous death. Hydroxychloroquine, what do you got to lose? It's Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. Politicizing the coronavirus, you know that, coronavirus. They're politicizing it. This is their new hoax. We have it totally under control. Way back in January. Sociopathic baby denied and lied. Death rate exploding. to 2.2 million deaths and maybe even beyond that. I'm feeling very good about what we did last week. The orange asshole is tribal dummies make the virus take 
I think we've done a great job. I'd read it at 10. The Orange Asshole is tribal dummies. Make the virus take them all away. I don't take responsibility at all. What a piece of crap. I apologize to my audience for playing this turd. But it's the best I can do with what's available to me. I mean, the software I got right now is just awful. The tracks don't line up. It's just miserable. It wasn't, it wasn't designed for music. And if you're wondering out there why I haven't done any music bits, well, to begin with, I'm not entirely over my depression of losing my career. And the other thing is, all of my good stuff is gone. 1470-WWNN, you are listening to The Brit Summer Show, broadcasting live from a dying nation. Well, it's over. I wish I could give you better news, but I think you know the truth. And that is that we are now some 300 delegates behind Vice President Biden, and the path toward victory is virtually impossible. So while we are winning the ideological battle, and while we are winning the support of so many young people and working people throughout the country, I have concluded that this battle for the Democratic nomination will not be successful. And so today, I am announcing the suspension of my campaign. He didn't mention it, but I think his decision had a lot to do with what happened in Wisconsin because of the endangerment to voters to go vote in this Democratic primary, because, you know, it's going to happen all the way up until the uh, whenever the convention is going to happen. There's no telling when the primary would have ended and more and more people would have, because the Republicans have to cheat. And this was one way they could have cheated by threatening your life if you want to vote. And props to the Wisconsin voters for, for going out there and at least trying to vote, but it was a, at a risk to their health, which uh, Republicans don't care about, unless it's them. So this uh, Democratic Bernie supporter will now vote against Trump by voting for Biden. Now, I'll bet my Democratic establishment friends are very happy right now just spinning pirouettes in circles in their living room. If the Comcast-owned studios of MSNBC, uh, if anybody was in there, they'd be having cocktail parties tonight. The establishment Dems, establishment Dems, are very happy now. I don't want to mention Stephanie Miller and Joy Reid by name, but I'll bet they're very happy that Jew is no longer in the race. Because they're safe. They're in no danger now of being broken up as they should for violating antitrust laws. That's not going to happen ever. People like me who have been out of work thanks to the 96 Telecom Act, we're going to remain out of work. And I mentioned Stephanie Miller. She's going to stay in the basement now. So I hope that she's happy. And of course, I know what she's going to do. Well, Bernie changed the face of politics, and he he talked about policies that people are taking seriously. Bernie's out, Bernie's out, yeah. The insurance companies are happy. Ho, 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 ho. And I'm going to get to that in just a second. But telecom, very happy. Pharma companies are thrilled. There's no longer a threat of some Jew coming in here. 
and socializing medicine. Don't want to have socialized medicine. No, it's a socialism thing. Which was a mistake Bernie made for not touting the name FDR. He rarely brought it up. But basically, that's the policies he was, he was running on. Our FDRs, if you look, it has, it's history, boys and girls. He didn't stress that. The words, socialist democrat. <laughs> New York Times. Socialist democrat. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And they're all very happy about any chance for universal health coverage to ever happen in this country. Not in our lifetimes, not in centuries to come. In the greatest country in the world, the richest country in the world, the United States of America. It ain't never going to happen here. Bernie was our last and only shot we'll ever have at universal health coverage. It's just not going to happen. There's too many millions and billions of dollars involved for the corporate democratic establishment to allow for that to happen. And there's too many pundits, cable news hosts on television that are making over $20 million a year to jeopardize that type of income. And it seems like from here on out, if you've got college loans to pay back, sorry, Pally, or sorry, Sally. If you're among, like me, the less fortunate that does not have insurance coverage, well, you're screwed. And that's just the way the Democratic establishment likes it. Oh, of course, they'll say, well, we have to fix the ACA. You can't fix the ACA if you live in states like Florida. So I'm sure they're all very happy. But that being said, let me make something very clear to you right now. I got news for you right-of-center Democrats out there. I want you to gather around your speakers and your headphones and listen to a little story that's happening to me, not personally to me, but someone close to me, with full insurance coverage. Yes, the insurance policy that Americans love. Isn't that right, David Brock? Or whoever came up with that one. If I've been more cranky lately than usual, uh, if I've been ranting more than usual... Uh, it, it might have something to do with having to care for somebody with full insurance coverage. And she is bedridden right now, so it's incumbent on me to take care of her because she can't move. She's paralyzed. No, it's not coronavirus. You know, there, there's ailments that affect people that are not necessarily related to a pandemic, you know, like cancer or, in her case, and I have to look because I, I don't know anything about medical, okay? But she hit the trifecta. And what it is is uh, systemic lupus, psoriatic arthritis. And get this, something I've never heard of before. And if I'm saying it wrong, well, that's all I know. Sjogren's syndrome. She has three things wrong that are completely debilitating her. And for the last two months, listen up. My right-of-center Democrat friends will say, Medicare for all? Don't be ridiculous. All Americans should keep the insurance policies that they love. For two months, they sent us on a wild goose chase. Doctor to doctor to doctor. Passing the buck to another doctor. Nobody can figure out what it was. Nobody knew what it was. Of course, I live in Florida. You know, medical capital of the world here. 
It took two months for them to figure out what this was. And I don't know if I could say it again, but that's what it was. Those three things combined. Now, she can't move. She can barely eat. Uh, I have to help her out of bed if she wants. She can't walk. And this was with full cover. I'm going to keep saying it with full insurance cover. Avmed, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah, Avmed. There's an insurance company that Americans love, DNC. Because with this Bernie bowing out, you know what the first headline I saw was the New York Times. Not Bernie Sanders bows out at a race, anything like that. They started the headline with Democratic Socialist Bernie Sanders leaves the race. He's a socialist. Hey, uh, you know, they were having a problem with the national health system they have in uh, England. And there was uh, a movement to get rid of their national health benefits that uh, that have been with them since, I think, 1947. And after this pandemic, well, suddenly, hmm, maybe it's a pretty good idea after all, you know? Hmm. But not in this country. We're too goddamn stupid to figure that out. Oh, no. Nobody deserves health care as a right. Well, she's got what all the DNC's talking points are all about is we can't get rid of our insurance companies. Look at all the good they do for us. And I didn't get to the punchline yet. So finally, finally, she hit the jackpot. I got a, she got a doctor that knew what he was doing. A, a real specialist, really good. I think he's a neurologist. I, I don't know. This is medical stuff. These are the things I never paid attention to. Uh, and suddenly now I'm getting an education on it. But uh, this guy has to be one of the best in the field. And he figured everything out. He knew what the prescriber and all this. Now, the prescription <laughs> from the insurance company that all Americans love. The prescription was a new drug. One that won't make you sick. And this drug was called Ortezla which you've seen the commercials for. But everything you see the commercials for on television, uh, they're not related to what she's got. It's just they're guessing that this might help. Well, let me tell you something about Ortezla, the TV commercials you see with all the happy people. They're happy. If you've got full coverage with any insurance policy, yes, yes, you out there with a full cover who sits confidently like... Uh, Healthcare is not a human right. I've got my insurance. I'm fine. Screw everybody else and let them die. You out there, listen carefully. With full coverage, this or Tesla is a $2,000 a month deductible with no copay. Yes. Why, that's an insurance policy that Americans love. Healthcare is a human right. Medicare for all. Don't be ridiculous. Bernie is a socialist. Everybody who says that has full coverage, but isn't sick and hasn't encountered these problems yet. Oh, but you will. And I can't wait. After you've been trashing Bernie since 2015, he's a socialist. A socialist. While you cash your social security check, morons, which is a country of morons, and selfish ones at that. 
Selfish, little, self-interested people who don't care about anybody else. Oh, I'm a liberal Democrat. No, you're not. You're a self-interested slob who doesn't care about anybody else but yourself. Healthcare for all. Don't be foolish. Yeah. I can't wait till something goes wrong with you. Not, not the corona thing. Anything. A stub toe. Uh, you cut your finger. I can't wait till you have to argue and fight on the phone with some cubicle monkey to get the treatment you're paying for. So all I have to say about you is you out there that are saying, healthcare is a human right. I've got my insurance. I just hope nothing goes wrong with you because you're going to be on the phone fighting with a cubicle monkey. A lot. Well, it doesn't matter if you're paid up. It doesn't matter if your policy is a Cadillac gold plan. You are going to have problems. Oh, and just wait. Just wait. You better have good health because you're going to find out because no matter what goes wrong, and when you go into a hospital, the first thing they ask you, are you insured? What's your insurance company? And then you find out when you're discharged from the hospital, well, we didn't cover you for this. Katie Porter in California, Representative Katie Porter, you know what kind of insurance they've got. Ask her how hers paid off. She had a, a appendicitis, her appendix blew up or something, and, and she had to get rushed to the hospital. And yeah, uh, her insurance covered everything in the hospital, but then she got a $4,000 ambulance bill. Medicare for all. Oh, they're not saying that in England anymore. They were when Boris Johnson was healthy. Yeah, they wanted to get rid of the NHS. They have right-wingers over there, too, you know. But I don't think that's a, a, an issue any longer. No, because their Medicare for All, their version of it, the NHS, came in real handy during a pandemic. Came in handy in Canada, that foreign country. Yeah, we're uh, exceptional. We're, we're the United States, the greatest country. No, we're a bunch of morons. Led by a bunch of inbred jerks who are very short-sighted, and they, they get what's theirs, they get theirs, and they go away and screw everybody else. Well, you know, I've got plenty to say about Trump. i got plenty to say about how he's committing mass murder on a grand scale. But I've got to get that out of my system because I'm seeing it right before my eyes and real quick because I told you several shows back, 2004, when I was living in Boca, the woman in the house three, three houses down from me, Gainfully employed. Her husband's gainfully employed. Fully insured. Lung cancer. Loses the house. And then she dies. And more recently, I have another lady friend who lives to the south of me and had a stroke about a year and a half ago. I already talked about this. She lost her home. Well, you want to live, you're going to have to pay your bills. Now, with Bernie out of the race, I just want to clear something up, all right? And if I'm going to use a, a Bidenism, I'm going to start with number one. I've been seeing a lot of this. Uh, well, Bernie supporters, they're all going to vote for Trump. I'm a Bernie supporter. Now, you think I would vote for Trump ever? Ever? Why is this going around online? Who's spreading this around? And yeah, I, I've supported Bernie since 2003. Well, most of these pseudo-intellectual political pundits prior to 2015 never heard of Bernie Sanders. And that's what bit them in the ass. And that's why they resent him partly in a big way 
And I don't want to mention Stephanie Miller by name because Bernie Sanders is a Jew. And I think they have a real problem with that. But overall, it's these so-called professional political experts that have been following politics for many, many years. And then in 2015, this guy named Bernie Sanders came along. Who? And then he started to do well. And then it's like, they didn't know who this leaping unknown, this, this interloper, they didn't know who he was. And these pseudo-intellectuals don't like getting bit in the ass that way. So that's where the resentment initiated. Because no, they don't follow politics. And no, they have no idea who this man was. Prior to 2015, they didn't know who Bernie Sanders was. So it made them look bad. You really want to know what it is? Yeah, you got your anti-Semitism. But what it really is, the entire problem with right-of-center Democrats is that they weren't paying attention. And the fact that Bernie did so well in 16, it made them look bad. And they don't like being made to look bad. It made them look like fools. Well, he came from out of nowhere. No, he's been in politics his entire life. And he came to my attention in 03 when they were voting for the Iraq war. And if you pull that video up, you'll see why I fell in love with the guy. But don't let me in with a few Russian bots who say, I'm voting for Trump online if Bernie's not the candidate. Well, no, I'll vote for Biden. Uh, you know what? Uh, I've arrived at a consolation prize with Joe Biden. And I don't care what anybody says out there. The man is di He's not dying. He's just disintegrating. He's just... And he's doing those videos. You know what they had to do? They probably had to put a webcam inside of an old Dumont television camera so he'll know where to look. And then Joe Biden, when he starts talking like that, he's like, well, I played a record player. And I was, and, you know, when you go down the street, he just, he's all, he just does word salad and says nothing because he's not all there. And I'm not attacking him. Look at the guy. Most of my right of center, Democratic voter friends are in deep, deep, deep denial that he's really just disintegrating, just mentally just falling apart. As anyone who's been through what he's been through in his life and the pressures and everything else piled on top of anybody who experienced what he experienced, naturally, I think he initially thought when he was talked into doing this, he probably thought it would be a a nice little jaunt. But I don't think when back when they had, what, 27 candidates in the field, I don't think he thought for two seconds he had a shot at it. But he was having a good time. The old fellow was out there being active in politics again and uh, that sort of thing. But he, I think it hit him like a, like a piano fell on his head, like, hey, Pally, you're going to be the nominee. And it's really having an impact on him. Now, that being said, my consolation prize is his wife. I like Jill Biden. Uh, if she had announced, I'd be excited about her running. She's a brilliant woman. She'd be a perfect presidential candidate. So the only relief I see in sight, and if the DNC is smart at all to get any momentum going on his campaign, which there is none, Tom Perez, the Democrats are like, okay, yeah, Joe Biden. Well, he's better than Trump. He's better than Trump. There's your campaign motto. I have a piece of paper in front of me right here that's better than Trump. We'll put the focus on his wife, Jill. And then maybe, maybe people will get excited about it. Because he's just going to be wheeled around and sat down and uh, drooling. He, they may find him someday wandering on uh, the streets you know, in his bathrobe, like, like they found Peter Falk when he had Alzheimer's and he was looking for his car keys. 
That's what happens. I'm not making fun. I'm not putting them down. Democrats just have the blinders on and the heavy, the heavy duty denial that this man is suffering from either sundowners or Alzheimer's, which is perfectly natural. Oh, no, he's a Superman. Look at him. He's wearing sunglasses. That can't happen. Listen, place your focus on his wife, Jill. That would make all the sense in the world. Let her be first lady, and he's got to pick the right vice president. Whoever his vice presidential pick's going to be will be doing all of the work. So I would say, my personal opinion, this entire campaign, if you want Trump out, it's all based on that pick. And I think that's why they're taking so much time doing this. They're really... They should have announced it by now. If they wait until the convention, like, you know, traditionally, we're really going to have a serious problem come November. He needs to announce his running mate immediately, if not sooner. And there is your nominee. There is your person that's going to stump for him, whoever that may be. He said it's going to be a woman. Everybody's floating Kamala Harris, but there are other names on that list. I, mean, I, I like Val Demings. She's another right of center. That's all you got right now. Soft core Republicans pretty much is what's running the Democratic Party. So I mean, I'll take a soft core Republican over what's in there now. And Val Demings is just that, although she's done an astoundingly good job in Orlando, where she's well-liked, and uh, in D.C. And the problem with Val Demings is, outside of our little club of political nerds, nobody knows who she is. Now, that being said, Kamala Harris would be, she is a household word. And voters are, how shall I say this, dumb. Voters are politically unaware. Voters are stupid. Voters depend heavily on what they see on television. So, whoever it is has to be a household name and name they know, because that's the only thing most voters base their vote on, if they've heard the name before. And if you ask me, that's the only reason why Biden did so well. Oh, I know him. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, wasn't he vice president? Yeah, I've heard of him. It's the only reason. None of them could tell you one goddamn good thing he did while he was senator. I can tell you one good thing, but when he was vice president, he pushed Obama into the Equality Marriage Act. Great. And that was about it. It ends there. I mean, if you look back at his political record, as a senator, back to being a congressman, the youngest congressman ever or whatever it is, he voted with the Republicans most of the time. But don't confuse the here and now, whatever's going on today, Democrats, or whatever's on TV. I'll vote for him 500 times because I'm in Florida. And in the back of my mind, I'm going to be telling myself, yeah, but you're getting Jill, you're getting Jill. I'm not, and I'm really getting sick and goddamn tired of being put in that box with the, 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 the Bernie bros and all that. No. I voted for Hillary. You don't believe me? Go back to my archives. Oh, yeah. I voted for Hillary Clinton because I knew what a piece of trash this other guy was. So I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm, I'm sick of it. Whomever the DNC puts up there to run against Trump, no matter how much disdain I have for that person, I'm going to vote for them. It's better over evil. I can't say good because... He's not that good, but it's better over evil. And what we got now is just evil. Now, I mentioned earlier that the uh, <clears throat> piece of crap, I don't even know why I opened with it, but uh, it, was, it was a try. 
Yeah, now I just want my audience to know. Now you know why I don't do. I, you know, I do the uh, voicers because the software I have is great for voicing, like I do the show on. But and that, by the way, is SoundForge Audio Studio, which works fantastic. I'm no problem with it ever. Uh, outside of the upgrade, which cost me money, but not a lot. Conversely, I had before. And everybody laughs at me. I spoke about this maybe a couple of years ago, but I'll, I'll say it as succinctly as I possibly can. Uh, everybody laughs at me because I kept Windows 2000 for so long. I kept that thing for as long as it would run because uh, you know the other computers, the ones I, I don't care about that, actually just serve as a word processor and an internet terminal. Uh, I didn't care about those. So, so yeah, those went to 7 and eventually uh, 10, like we got now. But 2000, I did not care if I could go online with that. You may not remember, but it was the most bare-bones, basic operating system that Microsoft ever made. There was nothing in it. So whatever sound imaging software you put in it, it all worked great. And I had the best. According, I, Pro Tools I don't know from. I'm not a Mac person. But when I had the good stuff, it was cakewalk for the music. Now it's cakewalk sonar. But that thing served me, you know, that thing served me for like 18 years. And then what happened was, <laughs> Microsoft puts a gun in your mouth so that you have to just discontinue using the, the operating system. It just it won't upgrade anymore and all this so it, essentially it just stops working and all of the great software i had in there to make the music would not upgrade i got the soundforge to upgrade but that's about it everything else i lost and speaking of losing when i lost my home i had to get rid of my keyboard and all my other hardware that i was using so to to, to start up doing music comedy beds again <clears throat> i'll have to i can't it's just too expensive so that was an attempt, which you heard at the top of the show, to try to recapture the old days, and it just doesn't work. Now, Nicole Sandler was kind enough to let me borrow this Cool Tracks, which I've never used. I'm going to have to load it, and I just haven't had the chance yet. But just for an example, and I'm going to be playing a lot of comedy bits that are unrelated to anything going on, a lot of evergreens just to play something. But just for an example... This is when my equipment was up and running and everything was working perfectly and you can hear the difference here. Rode 760 keyboard, Boss Drummer, Cakewalk Sonar, and this is how it came out. I was depressed and feeling lonely Until I found me a religious page Said the show how much I need her I had to quote the Bible like a preacher I'll get religious if you'll have sex with me And take like a phony, holy born again Born again girls are brainless wonders Recovering from abuse or heavy drugs So there you go, there you tell go. her that you like her Even though Even you're though. a baker and a liar Then you're gonna spend some time in between her legs Just like you really believe all 
You're listening to the Brent Summers Show, and no, I, I can't do that anymore, as you heard from the top of the show, and I, I, can't, I apologize profusely for that. It was a real turd. But the, you can clearly hear the difference of when I do have good equipment, and uh, who knows, maybe someday, I don't know. The Brit Summer Show, if there's any good news to be had this week, Mr. Douchebag Thomas Modley has resigned from his appointed position as a secretary of the Navy. Oh! You piece of crap, you, you worm. What he did, I, I was saving this, but if you haven't heard it already, that announcement he made aboard CVN-71 really wasn't too much of a boost for morale. If he didn't think, it was my opinion, that if he didn't think that information was, was going to get out into the public, in this information age that we live in, then he was A, too naive or too stupid to be the commanding officer of a ship like this. Hey, sailor! Yeah, on the air, yeah, that was bleeped. But yes, that's what he said. That's what a lot of sailors said. I, I couldn't sit through the, the entire announcement. But there were some parts in there where you could hear sailors screaming, he tried to help us. But humanity is not part of this administration, as Tom Modley was. And, and by the way, Tom Modley, I hope you catch coronavirus and die slowly of suffocation. You know, that's how you die. That's how this thing kills you? Suffocation. And I hope Captain Crozier gets well and they reinstate him into that captain position. I don't think that's going to happen, but in a perfect world, yeah, that, that's what should happen. Somebody got upset. Somebody in the Pentagon? Well, they were, they we're never going to know. But for him to quit that fast, somebody smacked that child around. And you know, when something like that happens, Trump's always like, Moudley, never heard of him. I don't know. After appointing him. Anyway, with these daily briefings of Andrew Cuomo and uh, the simpleton, uh, you can watch an intelligent leader in the morning, and then at night, you can watch a, a, an asinine buffoon. And incidentally, there is a political pundit. Her name is Sophia Nelson, and she took some heat for referring to this moron Trump as a uh, retard. How many times have I called him now? <laughs> a mentally retarded person. That's what he... And uh, that's a, yes, that is an insult. They're good people who have a problem and they try hard to get through life. But you have the mentally disabled and then you have the mentally challenged. The mentally challenged would be this guy. He's mentally retarded. Just listen to it. <sighs> <laughs> I'm going to play for you just a little bit of audio. Now, the things he usually says that are outrageous, those are all drops. Everybody has those. But just, I'm just going to play him reading from a piece of paper. And you can't tell me this guy isn't mentally ill. Hydroxy. Yeah. Hydroxychloroquine. That's what it is. So chloroquine or hydroxychloroquine. But hydroxychloroquine. Me. Try it. You like it? Like. What do you got to lose? The oldest line in the history of Flim Flam. What do you got to lose, folks? Step right up and buy my elixir. Came to this little place. Waiter says, try this. You like it. What's this? Try it. You like it. But what is? Try it. You like it. Try it. If you'd like. So I tried it. Thought I was going to die. 
took two Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer neutralizes all the acid your stomach has churned out. For your upset stomach and headache, take Alka-Seltzer and feel better fast. Alka-Seltzer works. Try it, you'll like it. What do you have to lose? And now, much more of Brit Summers. Radio Wonderful! He's a snake oil salesman, a snake oil salesman because he is, and he said it himself, and his loyalists love him for it. Trump is a snake. On her way to work one morning, down the path, along the lake, a tender-hearted woman saw a poor, half-frozen snake. His pretty colored skin had been all frosted with the dew. Poor thing, she cried, I'll take you in, and I'll take care of you. Believe me. Take me in, oh tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh tender woman. Sigh, the vicious snake. Believe me. She wrapped him up all cozy in a comforter of silk and laid him by her fireside with some honey and some milk. She hurried home from work that night, and as soon as she arrived, she found that pretty snake she'd taken in had been revived. Take me in, oh tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh tender woman. She clutched him to her bosom. You're so beautiful, she cried. But if I hadn't brought you in by now, oh heaven, you wouldn't have died. She stroked his pretty skin again and kissed him and held him tight. But instead of saying thank you, that snake gave her a vicious bite. Take me in, oh tender woman. Take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh tender woman. Side the vicious snake. Believe me. Believe me. I have saved you, cried the woman. And you bit me, heavens why? know your bite is poisonous and now I'm going to die oh shut up silly woman said the reptile with a grin you knew damn well I was a snake before you took me in take me in oh tender woman take me in for heaven's sake take me in oh tender woman sighed the vicious Side the vicious snake. Side the vicious snake. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9 FM, 1470 WWNN. And yeah, he said it himself. He could say he's a snake, and uh, they'll say, Yeah, he's my president. <laughs> Trump loyalists. Flavor of the week from Jonestown. 
is hydrochloroquine. The orange retard. Well, that's it for the terrestrial half hour of the show. If you found the rest of the show somewhere on the schedule of the radio station, let me know, because I don't know what time it's going on there. But it'll be on there, floating around the airwaves, uh, eventually. I think late at night, because my stuff's just too heavy duty. And that's right, I said duty. So for anybody with the courage to move forward with this program, I recommend highly that you go online and join me at thebritsummershow.com, or if you're listening online already, hi there. <laughs> and I really should have took this week off, but maybe next week, I don't know. If not, I'll see you again here on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470 WWNN. We're turning you on. Go, go with Truth in Radio. The Brit Summers Show at thebritsummershow.com. This is for all you Trumpers out there. You, with your masquerading, and you, always contemplating what to do. In case happiness found you, can't you see that it's all around you? So follow me. That your life has kicked you It's your mind And that's all that's tricking you So step in line Yep, with no ramp and no fade, Crispian St. Peter's. Or as Rudy Giuliani would say, Crispian St. Peter's. And yes, uh, the Pied Piper, as the Trumpers would all refer to as their mighty leader, Donald W. Douchebag, who's trying to kill us all. 
The Brit Summer Show, skyhawkradio.com, fyination.com, soflowradio.com, tune in, Stitcher, Patreon, and yeah, I got I had a listener on uh, Patreon. <laughs> How about that? Google play with this. And of course, thebritsummershow.com where you have the donate button prominently featured on the front page, but uh, I have to say I am surprised that it's being clicked. Wow, thank you. That that's I guess what would you call it? Uh discretionary cash? I, I don't know, but thank you. And of course, I want to say thank you to the underwriter of this program and primary sponsor, Ernie. Hello. Ernie always comes through to keep this show going. And I want to thank, again, everybody else who's contributed. And if you can't, I'll say it one more time so you understand. If you can't, please just promote it. The link is free. Just throw it around online to whoever you think might be interested in this crap. Now, something I should mention since uh, uh, everything's about the COVID-19, but something I should mention before this story goes away, uh, because it's going to be as dated as the bit I'm about to play... (laughs) But Linda Tripp. You bitch, you slut, you whore. She died. He died? Yeah, that's right. He died. Linda Tripp, that Republican operative who uh, was a nasty recalcitrant bitch back in 98 and is a recalcitrant nasty ass bitch. (laughs) Up until she died. I just can't stand that slut. So, why not dredge this one up from 1998? In honor of the passing of Linda Tripp. And I don't mean Paul Tripp. Linda Tripp's a fat pig. Linda Tripp's a fat pig. Linda Tripp's a fat pig. She looks like a guy. She looks like a guy. She's seven feet wide. Seven feet wide. She makes me want to gush a chick with a dick. Chick with a dick. With two smelly chins. Two smelly chins. A bloated and ugly fat dick. Linda. She wants the media to stop abusing and ripping her an ass with songs like this. But we find that a Self-promoting ugly bitch. How much were you paid? How much were you paid? For Monica's taste. For Monica's taste. By Richard C. Melinsky. But slut Linden Linden Linda trips a fat pig. Ugly, smelly pig. You're really mad, drudging a dress. Yeah, <laughs> Linda Tripp. You won't see him no more. No, you won't see her no more. And I sure am relieved about that. And if Neil Rogers was alive, he'd be relieved as well. So there is a little bit of good news. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. I just want to mention this. this you see this guy a lot. 
Jerome Adams, the quote-unquote Surgeon General. Oh, oh. He is our Baghdad Bob. You remember Baghdad Bob? He was the guy who, in the middle of us shelling Baghdad, he's saying, we are defeating the American infidels. What we have here, this Jerry Adams, he is Baghdad Bob. Now, the reason I bring him up is because I discovered, I, I disc, and I'm pretty good with words. What word did you say? Yes, well, here's a word that I, I wasn't aware of before. Maybe I heard it along the way someplace. <laughs> I heard this word. Ready now? Lick spittle. <laughs> yeah, lick spittle. It's an ancient word <laughs> that perfectly, to a T, describes Trump ass lickers. And one of them being Jerry Adams, our mighty Surgeon General. President Trump's doing everything he can to bring this to an end. We don't need testing anywhere. We don't have enough tests, so not everybody needs a test, and we don't have to have a test, and nothing's ever going to happen. I love President Trump, and he loves me, and I'm going to be kissing K-I-S-S-I-N-G in a tree. Yeah. I don't want to say he's swishy, but he's a little bit swishy. Hey! Jerry Adams. Hey! Jerry Adams' apple. Who likes to uh, tongue bathe? It, lick spittle. <laughs> Trump lick spittle. Yay. Fairy. Yay. Fairy. Yay. Fairy. Yay. You fairy. Our mighty president is out in front of this virus. Everybody out of your houses and let's frolic together in the streets. Jerry Adams. Jerry Adams sounds like a old Catskill comic. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like you to welcome Jerry Adams. <laughs> that is a useless piece of crap right there. He ain't no Jocelyn Elders. Remember her? Speaking of old Clinton days, Jocelyn Elders was our attorney general. And if you don't remember who she was, I happen to have some audio right here. <laughs> Hi, this is Jocelyn Elders, and I'm mad. Mad at those right-wing sons of bitches that forced Bill Clinton to fire me. Just who do the hell they think they are? All I was trying to do was deal with the reality of sex and teenagers. Maybe if Jesse Helms had buffed the chimp or Newt Gingrich had buttered the corn a little more, they wouldn't be so uptight. Flogging the dog never hurt anybody. And if people did a little more of it, we might save some lives. Hell, if Clinton just stayed home and spanked the monkey, he'd even be in less hot water. Teaching kids about masturbation would be no big deal. We could even take some standard teaching tools and just twist them around a little bit like... See Dick Run. When you see Dick Run... Get to the doctor because you picked up a bad case of crouch crickets. Folks, we got to get real about the realities of the world we live in. There are too many kids out there taking a baloney ride and parking their yacht in Hare Harbor. Now, if we just teach them to stay home and paddle the pickle, pump the python, walk the dog, wax the carrot or tickle the taco, we'd all be better off. And that's all I have to say. Now, I'm going home now and see if Mr. Elders wants to pop it in the toaster and hail an oyster and buzz the brillo. Yeah, Jocelyn Elders. I'd rather, she's still around. She could be the Surgeon General. <laughs> she's more butch than this guy, Jerry Adams. Or I, sh I should say, Jerome Adams. Mm-hmm. Oh, he makes uh, Randy Rainbow look like Alan Seuss, which is insane. <laughs> but we're up to what? Uh, I, I hate to say these because, you know, if they're, they're going to be wrong. But we're over, we're approaching 17,000 P. 
people dead in this country. And that's including, including families, entire families dying. And you think this piece of, this earthworm that's sitting in that White House, you think for two seconds he has any feeling for these people? No. He's a sociopathy. He's looking at these numbers. Maybe if he's ever out of office, we'll read books about what happened behind the scenes because you know he's, he's loving this. And now they're discovering that African-Americans are more susceptible to this than, than, than white people with this uh, virus. And uh, I, I'll guarantee you that he's doing, he's one happy fellow about that. I know he said that in his, one of his uh, five o'clock follies. I don't like that. I don't like that. No, yeah, you do. You racist pig, you. You know, there was a scene in the movie, The Gangs of New York, if you remember that movie, where Boss Tweed, Boss Tweed, there, there, there was a plague or something like that, or, I don't know, dysentery or something. Hundreds of people died, and they threw all the dead bodies in a pit and were burning the bodies in a pit. And Boss Tweed looked down into the dead bodies being burned, and he said, that's a lot of votes. I guarantee you he's looking at this like, yeah, 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 16,000, 17,000, 20,000. That's votes that would be against him. Is he that vapid? Is he that shallow? Is he that venal? Is he that soulless? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. He's just a demonic vessel with uh, functioning organs inside. That's all that thing is. And if there's any heroes out there, anybody who, <laughs> you know, Hollywood always gets this. That's real fantasy land. There's nobody out there be it in the armed forces or be it in any of our security agencies or any of that, there's nobody out there that's willing to take the risk to save this country, to save us from that thing in the White House. And you're going to hear this a lot. Well, you hear this all through his uh, impeachment. He's the duly elected president. The duly. Well, the only part of that they get right is the do part. The do-do president. Because no matter what this piece of crap does no matter what it does no matter how bad it is no matter how many americans die nothing happens nothing happens well he is after all the duly elect so given that he can set baby nukes off in different cities throughout the country and are you going to sit there and use that well, he is the, 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 the duly elected. A criminal is a criminal is a criminal. A, cri- a, a thief is a thief is a thief. By the way, they are very quietly pilfering the Fed. They're filling their pockets, lining their pockets very quietly, but they're taking a full advantage of this moment in time. That $2 trillion, he fired the IG. You know why? So they can have it. Who's going to say well, Who's going to say what about anything? They can give the money to their friends. Uh, they can uh, shove the money up their ass. They can do whatever they want. Nobody's got... Did you get your check? Uh, no! No. That's the next shoe to drop. But this guy can get away with virtually anything. He, The only thing he ever said his entire... T- uh, since 2016 when he was running, I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue. He literally can. He literally can. And there's not a goddamn thing. And it, well, but I'm certain some people would want to. But no one has no one has the guts to step forward. And by the way, another reason they got rid of the IG is because Adam Schiff, 
was uh, setting up a, a committee to investigate. I hope it's for crimes against humanity because that's it. That is it. Crimes against humanity. What he's doing. Get, not enough tests. Not, I don't want everybody to get tested. Bleah. I don't want them to get tested. No beautiful tests. No, he wants us to die. He's like Goldfinger. I want you to die, American people. But Adam Schiff was going to put something together. I don't know if he's still doing it. I don't know if they're filing briefs or if they're uh, washing their briefs, whatever it is. But that's why Trump's firing all these IGs. He doesn't want any oversight. I think you have to file it with the IG or something like that. I'm not sure. Got to hand it to Schiff does have balls, but there's only so much he can do. And I'll say it again. If it wasn't for 2018 and we had the mini blue wave to take over Congress, if that didn't happen, ladies and gentlemen, we'd all be in the camps. And we still may. If the virus isn't a good enough final solution for him, and Stephen Miller and Kushner don't give me the, yeah, but they're Jewish too. They, they yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, okay. My cat Skippy is more Jewish than those criminals. Oh, that's right. It's Pesach. What am I thinking about? An Easter. I better get those bits rolling. Ladies and gentlemen and Christian thrill seekers of all ages, this weekend at State Fairgrounds Arena, witness the ultimate death-defying experience of all time. Because Easter is... your eyes as all the way from Nazareth, Jesus, the Son of God, rises from the dead, rolls away the stone, and takes on Judas in a rematch battle of turbocharged funny cars. Streaming down the quarter mile. Sunday. But it's not over as the big JC hops on his holy rolling superbike and jumps 119 bikini-clad nuns in the moto crucifix stunt of the Anno Domini. Sunday! Sunday! The day after Saturday! Break Lenten style with all-beef hot dogs, 32-ounce beer, and $10 Harlots. It all happens this Easter Sunday. Don't miss it! Skyhawkradio.com, FYINation.com, ZofoRadio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, TheBritSummerShow.com, Google Play With This, and uh, other things in a very uh, various uh, stuff. That wraps up another hour of foolishness and ridiculousness by, by me. And uh, I just dropped something. Dope. And in between my uh, nursing duties, I said duty again. And doing this show wasn't, it was not easy, but I, I pinched one out. Uh, whether I'm here next week, I, you know what a lot of it has to do with? Taking care of this person, and it's a lot to do. I salute the medical professionals out there. Just in my own little tiny way, I kind of like know what you're going through. So if uh, this stabilizes, I'll have time to get another show out. If it gets worse, uh, maybe, next, uh, maybe next time. But uh, if it improves, I'll be, uh, since I can't go anywhere else, I'll be pulling these shows out every week. Oh, uh, I'm, I didn't have time to get into it this week. But next week, I'm going to start a segment called Shopping Etiquette. Yeah, I've been wanting to do this even before this uh, pandemic thing. But shopping etiquette, more important than ever. So stay tuned for that on my next Brit Summer Show. So that's the way I see the world from here. And until next time, this is Brit Summer saying, if you want to defeat Trump, Democrats, unite. Good night. <laughs>